been doing a very good job for you lately. How dare you? We haven't been doing the one thing that my father has always taught us to do, and that's listen to our audience. All of that is going to change, and it starts tonight. People are suffering. We're going to give you what you want. You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. Something new, something fresh. As of now, you are the authority. How dare you continue to look away and come here saying that you're doing enough when the politics and solutions needed are still nowhere in sight. And as long as we give you less of what you don't want and more of what you do, WWE will always be then, now, and forever. How dare you! We Uh, just to mix it up a little bit there. How dare you? <laughs> Can you tell that I was off today? <laughs> Your children had all the wine today. Oh, children had all the wine. I'm back. I'm back. I finally have time to spend on this shit. It's a great day. Oh, yeah. Great day for the parish. Kira rang me as the intro was playing. Like What a bitch. What a bitch. So let's see now if she answers the call. Seen as it is the Christmas show. Oh, how do I do this again? Keypad. You didn't wait. It's Grand only Pepsi. Oh. <laughs> See if she answers. Yeah. Hey, Kara, it's a hot start to the show. How are you? Oh, you're joking me. Yeah. <laughs> you rang me during the intro. I couldn't interrupt it. It's it's you're on Greta and Triple H having a back and forth. It's pretty funny with Christmas under No, well, yeah, she kind of said that. How dare they say these things? When they're not true. Oh, that's a topical reference to you two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know the hours I've been doing. You are so on top of hot references right now. Well, you see, Kira, there was it's the one year anniversary of an infamous promo where they said there'd be changes and there was no changes. So how dare they? They have stolen my dreams. They have stolen my childhood. Entire ecosystems are dying, Kira. Wow. <laughs> Just wow. How are you? <laughs> I am fantastic. I am living my best life. I doubt it. You know, everything is just great. Yeah, well, I could tell the sarcasm yeah. at the end there. It's the Christmas <laughs> yeah. show. Say happy, happy Christmas to the people. Happy Christmas. I love Christmas. It's the best. Yeah, you don't. You don't either. <laughs> okay. I'll give you. I have to go. Okay. Um, your thoughts on Sammy's end before you go. Love him. Still love him. Don't know why they're trying to make him bad. He's a sweetheart. He is. Okay, I'll give you a shout after this. Bye. Okay, bye. Right. Oh, there we go. That got that sorted. Yeah. Where are we? Wrestling or something? I can't remember. What is life? What is life? How are you, Fitz? How's the hangover? Oh, it, it, it's it's lingering. Lingering? You don't... You don't oh, oh, oh. oh. Just and put it to my veins! And there's the start of yours. <laughs> oh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I have to meet Gordo and the boys in town later on. So, 
Um, and you'll be in a constant state of inebriation until January. Oh, no, I'm working over. Well, I wouldn't say I'm working over Christmas. It's a weird one. Um, as as we mentioned last week, I've, uh, I'm leaving the territory, brother. Oh. You know, I'm out. Spoiler um, alert. So this is like the first time in my adult life that I have a Christmas off. So it worked out where in the rotation I have six days off. But then the days that I were coming back was Christmas. So I asked for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day and Stephen's Day off. So they mm. all bled into one with the six days. So I ended up with like nine or ten days off in a row. What? Yeah, I've never had such free time. What does you one do? You won't know what to do with yourself. I literally won't know because I've never had this kind of free time before. Well, you can only flick the bean so many times in a day like. I know, right? I know. <laughs> so I'll have to do, I have to go Christmas shopping. I'll still, I guarantee you, I'll still do a Christmas morning or Christmas Eve morning. As is tradition. As is tradition. Um, but yeah, that's my life. How's yours? I am incredibly happy to be finished for Christmas. Oh, you done? Well, I'm on call this weekend, but I'm pretty much done. Not back in the office until the 6th. Oh, how the fuck did you manage that? Uh, because I was on my knees for about two and a half minutes. <laughs> I said a quick prayer to Jesus and he started me out. <laughs> so you gave it the old fit special. Oh, yeah. I mean, you had to wipe my chin once. <laughs> Jesus, I am amazed at that. How the hell you've managed to get that level of time off. Look at it. Uh, it's well needed, well earned, well deserved, and uh, go fuck everyone else. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You, you got to do you, and uh, Christmas is my time to take time back, so badly needed. Fucking dying after last night, though. <laughs> Whose idea was it to go out on a Thursday night and get steamed? Jesus. I believe it was Jesus' was. idea. He's an awful bollocks, that lad. An awful bollocks. Um, next week we're doing well this weekend we're recording it but uh, I mean uh, live it'll be live on Mixler at 7 o'clock next Friday totally totally live Um, we'll do the biddings so the end of year awards be a bit of crack Uh, we started filling out the nominees today so it should be a bit of crack we're also throwing in like movie and game and stuff like that as well Sekiro is from the game of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Resident Evil 2, Apex Legends, <laughs> Gears 5, any of those. <laughs> yeah. um, so if you've any thoughts, let us know. Uh, we might tweet out one as well and see what people think. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Fitz, you haven't started on your NWA journey, but I have Mar- Marty Skrull has. Pew, pew, segue. Boom. Boom. Um, end of Into the Fire. Uh, Nick Aldis retains over James Storm two out of three falls and Marty Skrull shocks the world and appears from the rafters and um, seemingly challenges um, Nick Aldis for the NWA title yes nobody saw this coming like we're like is he going to go to NXT because his missus is there or is he going to go to AEW because all his mates are there no, fuck everyone. I'm going to NWA. <laughs> and he said that in his interview on the show this week as well. They did an out-of-character interview with mm. Marty and Stu Bennett, and he said the same. He was like, eh, I'll keep them guessing. So he's he's definitely going to one of them, obviously. But Exactly, yeah. This is this is a little hat tip and a, a little bit of a backhander to his good buddy, Nick Aldis. He just wanted to you know, shine the light on him a little bit and give him a, a helping hand on the way up. 
while keeping him relevant and keeping his name relevant and then obviously going off and getting a, a nice payday with one of the big boys. Yep. Um, but good. it was no it was fault. Huge... It, to be fair, it was kind of obvious when you kind of think back as you know, it should have been kind of a, a front runner as to where he might go or what he might do. But Captain Hindsight is always good, you know. Yeah, when you think about it, in the meantime and in between time, as they say, it made yeah. a lot of sense because he's worked. He worked the Crockett Cup and he worked with. He's already challenged Nick Aldis for the title before. Yeah. Um, he's not going to debut on the taped Christmas shows or the or AEW don't even have a show next week. But you know, these dead yeah. area, this dead time of the year, better off to True. debut at Bash at the Beach or whatever Something NXT big, do to yeah. counter that. Yeah, I'm hoping they exactly. do a takeover that night. Not not a takeover card. I'm hoping they do an actual takeover that Wednesday night for the <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Just to sicken people. Because Twitter would be so much fun. Um, but NWA this week was class. I encourage anyone who hasn't started to start with this week's episode. They recap. They call it the start of season two. They've recapped everything and it's a total reset. And it was fucking brilliant this week. Just, it has it all. It has it all. Including a new debut, Zicky Dice. A man who thinks it's 1984. And he is amazing. <laughs> <Yes>, you. <laughs> <laughs> so don't you remember it well? <laughs> I remember it well. Oh, Lord. But he's very funny. And if you sign up to NWA this week, Steve will give you a five euro signing bonus. Yay. <laughs> Wait. Smooth Jimmy's lock of the week. That's Smooth Jimmy's lock of the week. Um... <laughs> No, I will get onto it now. There's some free time over Christmas. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll join the jump on the bandwagon. Join us here in the '80s fits. There's loads of room. I, just give me some of that Kool Aid. I'm thirsty. Yeah. Uh, TLC. Thirsty for more. Mm. Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Oh no boy. No erectile dysfunction here. I tell you that. Oh. oh baby. What a fucking match. Just give mm. me that every week. That's all I want. Yeah. It was like we were like just give them twenty minutes, half an hour, whatever, and they did. They gave them time. They gave them all Hot the time take. they needed. Go on. D- didn't hate TLC. It was. It was uh, the first half was good, and then it's kind of fell apart a little bit. But uh, there's only one scripted thing that I would change, and that was one of the heel wins had to change. It was an absolute mistake having the Rusev Lana match. Or Rusev fucking what's his name Bobby Lashley match followed by Baron Corbin beating the big dog mm-hmm. and both of them being heel wins with interference one of them had to be a face win and they should have broken him up other than that I would have I would have put this one up there with one of their best of the year and then obviously the other thing was you know Charlotte not realizing that Kyra oh. Zane was broken that there was, was a lot very of, bad yeah so for people who haven't seen it I'm sure you've heard what happened to Kyrie Zane she had kind of a splash off the apron onto a table where Charlotte moved and she hopped her head off the table. She was she was out it of was? it. That's what I yeah, it was, was that or the, um, the exploder. The yeah, yeah, it was that or the exploder. They're not sure. I probably was the exploder, to be honest, into the into the barricade. Yeah. Um but Becky realized that uh, I think the table spot was after the exploder. It was. Yeah. yeah. So Becky realized it when she missed the table from a foot away. We were like, Oh, mm-hmm. something's not right. So she's calling the referees. Charlotte didn't the know. Are terrible. That was bad. The, the, we this is on, on TV. Yeah, and, and Becky is screaming it. You can hear Becky calling it, going, "She's hurt." Like yeah, there was... yeah, yeah. But the big thing and the noticeable thing here is that Vince and Trips were not at TLC. 
Oh. So if you're, if whoever's producing them is alleged to be Paul Heyman calling the shots backstage, they're the ones who didn't realize or didn't see it on, on screen that she was hurt. Whereas I think if you had Trips or Vince there, they would have seen that and they would have told the refs to do something about it. Yeah, they could have called it on the fly. It's not like you've pay-per-view time to hit. You're on the network. Mm. You can turn it off and on at any time. Plus, you've got an absolute star like Asuka that, that could literally carry the rest of that match, yeah. as she did. And, hey, if you needed to call it, there's probably 15 people back there doing nothing that could have come out and done something stupid for the final match. Or, you know, you could have done anything. It would yeah. have been a bit weird. But, but like, uh, Kyrie goes into the spot then that she's up next. So the spot was that Charlotte moves off the table, Becky gets hit. They didn't quite land it because Kyrie was hurt. Then Kyrie celebrates and moves towards the corner, and then Charlotte hits her the spear. Uh, I assumed they were going to do it through the barricade because she's done that a few times. Yeah, it was such a limp spear as well. Yeah, because so Kyrie ran at Charlotte then, and then she got the spear. Charlotte then kind of slapped her when she went down to mm-hmm. kind of make the move look a bit better or whatever. And then Kyrie started going a bit loopy. She was throwing chairs around and shit, and it was not good. Someone well, had to pull her from the match. What was so obvious though was when Charlotte lifted her up for the powerbomb through the table. Dead there weight. was that like seven or eight seconds where she was trying to lift her and she just couldn't get her high enough and eventually she just did by sheer strength and at no stage did she think why is she fighting this you know that that, that was so obvious watching so that's yeah. where you kind of would question charlotte to a degree where okay she's great she puts on great matches she's you know been there a long enough time but that's the sort of experience that she doesn't have I don't think she's clued in enough to be able to call matches on the fly like that, react to situations and adjust and move on with them. Uh, Whereas you saw that Becky did, because obviously Becky's kind of more seasoned within the kind of the wrestling world and did her time touring and these all that sort of stuff. And she was the first one to realize out of fucking, what, 17 refs that were out there, the many people watching backstage on monitors, Charlotte there, Asuka there, Becky was the one who realized it and was fighting for her just to stay down and for something yeah. to happen she tried to put her under the ring at one point then do you remember yeah. over the far side of the ring but That's yeah charlotte she, yeah charlotte should have known she was literally lifting dead weight like mm-hmm. it was scary and then Don't just fucked her through a table yeah that's the thing they have to the women don't break the tables that often so they have to really fuck them through the tables and you're yeah. like oh no this is a catastrophe but look at um Back to the original thing, Black and oh, and fucking Murphy. Oh dear lord! I love the finishing sequence because neither of them were, you know, in in the story of the match, neither of them were, neither of them were tired. They were still yeah. throwing shots and taking shots, and Murphy didn't even make a mistake. It just so happened that the kick that Black threw was the Black Mass, and he's out. Yeah, I loved it. It was just like a boxing match. Oh, I love it. And you don't get those more. matches on the main roster. Nope. Uh, I don't know if you're. Are you spoiled? Have you seen that next week's Raw? Not even the results, but the... I am innocent. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It's not a spoiler. Okay. Based on the events of Raw next week, the tape show, we're getting Black Murphy on the New Year show. Excellent. On Raw. Hooray for life. minute Iron Man? Let's hope so. Two out of three falls (laughs) Iron Man match. All three hours. (laughs) Oh, man, they could actually do that. Hug it to my veins. Um, but the uh, the story though this week is raw um, as I look for my clip you 
are the authority. This week last year was the infamous You Are the Authority promo. I'm actually getting shivers thinking about it. Yeah, it was cringe at the time because at the same time we were like, okay, at least they, they're finally listening. But then the first match of this week's Raw was a rematch from the pay-per-view the night before. Mm. On, the, on the very show, episode 50 of the year. Now, to be fair, I did question that myself and it was only Paul watching it with me kind of says, well, it didn't finish in a definitive result last night or the previous night. So we're like, loophole technicality yes but still we didn't need to see it no why not just have the definitive finish at the pay-per-view yeah we didn't need it the night before either it was just a kfc tie-in or whatever um Mm -hmm. but raw after so the raw after tlc was 2.05 rating it was the lowest non-holiday rating ever so i'm assuming next week will be the lowest rating ever um so they haven't changed anything and the results are showing it now, there is new faces one of the things they called out was new faces fresh matchups all that sort of stuff so you're getting fresh what? matchups but you're not getting any new there's no sorry you're getting new faces but you're not seeing an awful amount of fresh matchups well to be fair it, it's our fault you know we were put in charge of the show and uh, I mean, clearly we're if, dropping the ball here if we go back to exhibit A you are the authority that's right listener this is all on you <laughs> you dick yeah. um, well done J-Dog you bollocks <laughs> Stephanie's tweet after Raw did you see this no so thank you at WWE Universe for making Raw and Smackdown the number two and number three most social oh, primetime oh. series of 2019 respectively only behind Game of Thrones according to Nielsen Social. What a great way to end the decade. And I quote tweeted and said, have you ever clicked the hashtags to see what people are saying? That's why they're so fucking social. (sighs) Why is she such AIDS? Yeah. (laughs) When I was making that Greta mashup intro, I had to listen to her voice so much and she's so nasally and I had to turn her volume down and move Triple H's up and oh my (laughs) Christ. Even had to... Fade in her audio because it just starts off very. It's <laughs> like, and I wanted to say this. Like to fade it in her audio every time because it was too harsh on the ears. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I, I, I struggle <laughs> so much with this. It's just. It's mar- I, like my background is marketing, so like context is everything. And, like, how can you take pride in something that is obviously such a bad thing and not realize it or not care? It hurts my brain so much to try comprehend this. What was the show where they started Raw by saying blah, 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 last night pay-per-view was the most social blah, blah, blah. Was it Backlash? Was it backlash or stomping grounds or one of them. You're like, same thing going, did any of you check what people were saying about the show? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure it was backlash because it was like that pay-per-view was so bad that it literally went viral for all the post shows and everything after it. Mm. Fucking our post show was fucking viral after it as well. Like, it it's true, that yeah. That was the, was the biggest show we've ever done. Apart from, for some reason, Royal Rumble 2018 still does well. People still listen to it. Yeah, got a big cult following over there in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Damn Saudis. Mm-hmm. Give us some Enten on Raw. Did Enten on Raw strike you before we get to the meat of the week? Um, I'm just trying to rethink of fucking what happened on Raw these days. It's fucking. It oh, means... that stupid fucking gauntlet match that went 45 minutes with no finish. 
Dear oh, Lord. It wasn't even the fact that it, it went to no finish. It, it went to a finish to a degree. But then it was completely irrelevant, uh, irrelevant because of what happened afterwards with Seth Rollins challenging Rey Mysterio and oh, Rey yeah. accepting. So, like, why did you put us through that entire match that didn't have a definitive finish and then change the fucking roadmap after that? Yeah. Oh, I, just I was Just killing time. They were just killing time. Um, and fucking Murphy. Told you. 60-minute Ironman match. Yeah, two out of three falls. And make mm-hmm. sure it goes to the third fall so we get the three hours. Yeah. Um, well, Lana asked Lashley to ask her to marry her or something. She asked Lashley to ask her to marry her. Yes. Which was words done badly. Words <laughs> done badly. 90 feet, 90 days, Rusev. <laughs> Never forget. Like, I'm trying to, and I, I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm the optimist here. We all know that. I, I try to look at the bright side of things. And I'm trying to think, is she doing so badly intentionally? Because she's that good of an actress, and like I'm, I'm clutching here. By You're God, I'm stretching. I am fucking going I, ninety for this. I think she is. They're obviously doing it on purpose. She's been over the top and everything. It's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. I like when it gets a bit trashy though. Like the start of this was great crack with Lana and Rusev. It was good fun. Yeah, but then they shut the bed as per usual. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they can't really keep things going for very long without there being problems, but. Yeah, we're going to have, I assume there'll be a wedding that Rusev will crash, and I don't know. Although, no, he said he was happy that they're getting married because he won't have to pay alimony. Yeah. Oh, here we go. This is the thing that's going to piss me off and might end up being a late contender for the 24-7. Rusev, after saying that, will still break up the wedding. After saying he wants them to get married so it'll save him money, he'll still break up the wedding. That'll piss me off. Reasons. Reasons. <laughs> reasons oh i said i had some funsters for you um oh God, our, tr- our truth was on raw was it was a tlc or raw raw it was wasn't it i think so yeah and he cut a promo and for some reason i came across this on my youtube it's about a minute long but it's worth it mm. these are some top quality fun guys here enjoying their lives we have truth come out for the beginning of this gauntlet match here he says his childhood hero was john cena he's going to become the new Television champion, he says. Twenty four seven television, yeah, the whole, yeah. I mean, so it's like this gimmick because he's, um, let me see, he's five years older than John Cena. Dude, I'm watching his debut nineteen years ago this month, and John Cena is quite a ways away from debuting. Yeah, he's he's older than John Cena, so that's like the whole gimmick, the, the whole comedy of it is like when he was. And he was talking about, you know, watching John Cena on Saturday mornings. And, of course, John Cena came long after there was um, Saturday morning syndicated wrestling. Right? Didn't he? I, yes. I don't know. I don't know what Saturday morning show that would have been. Uh, It was Sunday Night Heat, though. Couple of guys just having some fun watching the wrestling. At least, at least Big Dave is, you know. Check when Alvarez is like, are, are you being serious here? He's obviously taking the piss. <laughs> oh, I love Truth. I love that John Cena is his childhood hero, even though he's older than him. Is Alvarez just that much of a fucking dumbass? Like, like he's, is, does he play dumb or is he actually that dumb? I, I think he rises people. Um, 
it's weird because he put a thing up this week where he's like, "Why is Io Shirai a heel? Why are Kyrie and Asuka heels?" And you're like, "They're foreign, Cause, cause, But like, <laughs> but it's because they turned heel. That's why. Like you, you claim to watch the shows. She turned heel. All of them turned heel. They were having yeah. a party. Asuka and Kyrie turned on Paige. Who did Io turn on at the time? Candace. Was it Kyrie? Candice, yeah. Mm. So it is what it is. Yes. Couple of fun guys having some fun. Mm-hmm. Couple of haters. Couple of haters. Oh, Tama and Enzo. Is this <laughs> happening, Fitz? Is this happening? Just took it to my veins! I want to I see haven't this. seen the video, um, but I, I want to see this. This could be great. It's going it to be makes so no trashy. Sense. That's that's why it makes no sense. And if there was ever a perfect matchup for Tama <laughs> just beating the shit out of someone for twenty seven <laughs> minutes, and Enzo taking a beating for twenty seven minutes, it's just it seems to like work on paper. And for some weird reason, I think Ring of Honor would be dumb enough to book it. That's the thing. I'd love if that happened, but um, didn't Tama say he was never going back to Ring of Honor? This is where this all started because is the boys were tag team champions there. Uh, I think they lost them, did they? I can't remember. Mm. I could be wrong. I could be talking to my ass here, but I know Tama was like he's never going back or blah blah blah. You have uh, no bullshit. No fucking um, no, because Lethal and your man won it at oh, final are. battle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, but this was the whole thing that at the New Japan show in on many a weekend that the boys in the match got worked. Show, yeah. Yeah, the boys got worked. No one was told that Endo and Cass were coming in. And, mm. and ta- there's that famous thing of Tamatonga going insane walking backstage over it. Because yeah. they weren't told. Um, so maybe it is a little bit of real life that they're doing. But uh, Enzo in New Japan, that would be fucking hilarious. Mm. Just, I don't want to say Enzo in the G1. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> <let's go. laughs> you mean the, the best of Super Juniors, yeah? Don't you want to see Yano and Enzo? I mean, it might replace our yearly Kenny Omega Yano match because nothing replace. I missed it this year. I really missed that match this year. Um, but look, it'll be it'll be funny. The promos alone will be amazing for this. I just give it to me. Like it's yeah, one of those things just, that really shouldn't on. happen. But I, 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 it's a guilty pleasure at this stage. <laughs> It's like, it's your new Jericho and Kenny Omega. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just these worlds shouldn't cross, but here we are. Um, I I really hope this happens. I think it'll be hilarious. Mm. Um, uh, AEW then, Wednesday Night Wars. Mm. Fitz, you have just watched it. Just finished. So, so what are your thoughts, feelings, and emotions? Um, give me an angle here. What am I reviewing? What what do what do you want my thoughts uh, just, on? Just just overall. I'll, I'll tell you why I'm asking you it that way. Um, because Meltzer wasn't a fan of it this week. Of the A dubs. Of the A dubs. Yeah. Did he um, use check bounce or something? <laughs> that was the thing. I was like, you know what? Good for you, Dave. You you didn't like it, and you said you didn't. It'll maybe mm. get some people to get off your back or whatever. <laughs> uh, but he wasn't a fan. Uh, my whole thing was on this was the current. There's four, four join us storylines going on at the moment. Mm. Uh, so you have people joining the Dark Order, people joining the Nightmare Collective, Mox to join the Inner Circle, and Tully and Sean Spears are looking for someone to join them for a tag team. Mm. There's a lot of the sameness going on. Well, again, I, I don't mind that too much. 
if you did that in WWE right now, that would be weird. Because WWE is an established brand. They've been around forever. Everyone has fucking three, four, five, ten years of history behind them. AEW are still new. So the factions are still being formed. Like if you look at New Japan, for example, you've obviously got LIJ, you've got Chaos, you've got other ones, Bullet Club, obviously. So they're, they're all well established. And obviously, if someone new comes in and there's a, a bit of a clamor for, you know, join us, join us. It's kind of that in reverse with AEW is what I'm finding is that everyone is already new. So people are kind of coming in and they're fighting over the the unsigned people or the free agents, for, for want of a better term. So I don't hate it. I, the, the, I don't hate the concept. The Nightmare Collective, however, I'm not necessarily oh. a fan of, and that's mainly brandy related. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, Kong, class. Um, the new girl, haven't really kind of seen any involvement from her yet, so I really don't know. Uh, the concept, not. I don't mind it too much. Dark Order, I'm I'm very much enjoying. Um, the ending was weird. Not going to lie, the ending was very weird, but I kind of liked it still, nonetheless. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the ending of it. Um, like the crowd didn't seem to like it either. What I will say, Corpus Christi, Texas, is known as Corpses Christi because they can't get a reaction out of that place. And AEW managed <laughs> to get that until the Dark Order showed up. But yeah, 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 they did well enough. Um, no, that's fair enough. And like the, the only weird thing at the end was when um, Evil Uno put his hand in the mouth of Nick Jackson. Mm. That was very weird and bizarre. I didn't like that. But I like the beatdown and the fact that Kenny came out, Cody came out, Dustin came out, and they bet down on all of them. So it's yeah, really established the Dark Order. Hangman. Hangman didn't come out. Mm. That's I like nice that again. Thing there. And I said that to you last week. I love the little nuance they're going here with Kenny and Hangman. It's something new and it, I like it. Uh, I don't know where it's going. Obviously, it'll be some sort of blow off eventually. Um, I did kind of breeze through some of the segments of AW just to get through it in time. Did we find um, Nakazawa? Or is that just... No, that was left kind of open-ended as far as I remember. Now, I even if you had watched it, you wouldn't know. This is another thing I was bringing up, just kind of stuff I noticed. So much stuff happens during the commercial break, and the commentary mm. team don't cover it when they come back. It's really 100%. Annoying. Because, and I'll agree with you, and I'll tell you why, is that uh, in my drunken state last night, I came home and watched the, the main event of NXT, and I started AEW at fucking half two in the morning. Nice. Terrible idea. Terrible, <laughs> terrible idea. I regretted it at 8 o'clock this morning getting up for work. Um, but I was watching this, and it was a stream from the USA Network on my 100% legal stream, of course, mm-hmm. that my friend Bob sent me from uh, Michigan. Uh, so I was watching that, and it went to the picture-in-picture picture just as Pac had kind of gone into the room with Nakazawa. And then you see Kenny rush back and Hangman with him, and they're coming the door, and you don't hear anything. All you're watching is, and the audio is from the ads. But then I was like, fuck, I need to know what happened here. Like, So I stopped it at that stage, tried to get a, a couple of hours of sleep and sober myself up. Came home this evening after work and put on our legit fight stream. Thank you very much, Nick. Well nice. done. <laughs> um, and obviously got the audio at that stage. And obviously Shivani and JR were explaining it quite well. But when the ad break came back, no reference to it at all. Yeah. bad shit and I can understand why it's because obviously they're explaining as they're going and they're not necessarily focusing and prioritizing their content for the USA or for the TNT network which is what they need to do 
So they definitely need to do that. And whoever's backstage producing the show, they need to have a recap video of what happened during the ad break. Yeah. Because that's that's important shit. Or do it on the goddamn TV show. I know they're probably trying to get people on fight, give them some content. Possibly. I, I, I don't necessarily have a problem with that because, you know, it's a two-hour window that they have, including ad breaks. So they have to get through mm. an awful lot of shit. So you have to kind of take your backstage segments or whatever when you have them. At least it's not in-ring action, if you know what I mean. So they're prioritizing the in-ring content for their yeah. live TV audience. But that's the thing. I, I'm i always of the belief that the, the storylines around it are more interesting on the weekly show and then the pay-per-view is where I want to see the big matches and stuff. Yeah. So I'd prefer point. to see the storylines there. But, it, it, you know, it's kind of everyone has their own opinion on that. But um, mm-hmm. the other thing that Meltzer brought up um, was interesting coming from him was that the top guys are trying so hard to get other people over that they're not creating any stars and they're lost in the shuffle themselves. So Bucks, Kenny especially, it's something I keep bringing mm. up. They're wasting... Have, well, they have Kenny Omega and it's not being used, you know, to the way I'd like it. But mm. uh, Cody, I suppose... Cody has taken out of the picture, essentially, now um, because of the stipulation on the title match thing. So what do you yeah. think of the way the Elite have, have booked themselves, um, we'll say? I'm pretty sure that I said this kind of in a, in a preview show before Dynamite started that it didn't foresee... Kenny and the Bucks being front runners, I think we all kind of saw that Cody would be fairly front and center of um, the action because he kind of leans into his personality that we've seen through WWE indies and online as well, especially. But Kenny, I'm not surprised with it at all. I think that this makes sense, and if they do it, they do it well. Um, you could have, and it's quite possible that they might end up going down the route of having a double turn with him and Hangman to really get Hangman over. So you, it, it's looking like now that Hangman is kind of turning his back on Kenny slightly and that Kenny's kind of chasing Hangman. I think that the long-term play on this should be, and if I can borrow Gordo's fantasy hat for a second, I would book that that ultimately Kenny turns on Hangman and that really reinforces Kenny as a, a bad heel but he's got the wrestling ability to back it all up. And then you've got Hangman, which is coming out of it strong as an ultimate babyface doing cowboy shit. So I think they could do that very well. But I take the point on board that we all expect bigger things from these stars because they are the stars. And we it's been underwhelming if you're looking in or tuning into these shows, knowing only a few names and not seeing them top of the bill. Yeah, and as Rory's put in the chat there, they're say, he's saying they kind of had to book themselves that way. Fans would shit on them if they booked themselves to get over. Um, Kenny booked into Hulk up that uh, Hulk up type of... Whoa, what happened? Kenny getting booked into a Hulk up t- type of thing. I don't know what that means. B-words. You've lost me, Rory. B-word's better. Up type Classic of Rory. Can't even spell. Vintage <laughs> Rory. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, there's a great tweet that someone put out. <clears throat> um, 2019 started with... call. Uh, so this is on Meltzer, right? So Meltzer's 2019 started with calling Kenny the best wrestler in the world, coming off the best match of all time, and that he was the biggest star in the sport. 2019, 2019 ended with Dave's final thoughts on Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks being that they're clearly not headliners. It's an interesting 12 months. Now, context here. Clearly not headliners. Were, was that the words he used? Yeah, 
Yeah, this is Meltzer's opinion now. This is what he said in the way that... No, the context of it would be that the way that they're currently being used on TV. Not, the, not that that's their... They'll never make it. They'll never main event WrestleMania. They'll never make WrestleMania or Wrestle Kingdom or whatever you want. The, as, the, as things stand, he considers Young Bucks and Kenny not headliners. That's a weird kind of statement to be making. Um, because I think anyone who's kind of wrestling knowledgeable would understand that okay if you kind of started tomorrow with the blank slate which effectively they're doing because january is a clean slate in terms of the rankings you could book kenny to be the big guy main event within six weeks and you'd be back to where you were before dynamite started and he would be the all-conquering wrestling superstar nova king that we all know he is if they last six more weeks of course they will maybe why wouldn't they? Those ratings are the ratings are terrible for both shows. <sighs> I, I I worry. I worry. I worry for SmackDown more than I worry for AEW or NXT at the moment. SmackDown is tanking. Uh, I have a big problem with the ratings. Uh, Go on. Is it because AEW lost? Pew 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 <laughs> pew. <laughs> Sorry, it had to be done. You're, you're you're welcome for that setup. Um, <laughs> no, like who said it that you know AEW are. TNA were doing these numbers only a few years ago and they were getting shit on. Bischoff, I think. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, Like, what do the rating numbers actually mean? So the numbers that we get from Brian Alvarez for this week was obviously 795 for NXT, 683 for AEW. That's only encountering live viewers of the live show, is that right? Yeah, the overnight. So it, it could be repeats or whatever. That doesn't take into account DVRs. Doesn't take into account fight. Doesn't take into account WWE Network. You know, there's so many sources of this content. And especially as our friends and the industry would know, there's also many other places on the internet that you can watch these things. <gasps> really? So, I would actually... so is there somewhere on the internet you can watch wrestling? Yes. If you watch, watch wrestling. Watch wrestling. If you Google watch wrestling, it'll direct you to sites that will yeah. allow you to watch wrestling. Like like the USA website and TNT, of course, yes. which we always support. Obviously. Yes. So the way I... Like, you didn't have these options back in the late 90s when the only way to watch Monday Night Raw or uh, Nitro was literally by tuning in on your TV and watching it live. Nowadays, you just simply have so much more access to content than you ever did before and how you watch it. So I would love to see the actual numbers. And I know there's no way of doing that. But I think that the the AEW audience might be a bit more tech savvier than the NXT audience based around the kind of the rating figures that we typically see coming out of, uh, of Alvarez and whatnot that AEW wins most of the ratings all the way up to the... The 50s plus, I think, is the one that NXT typically yeah. is the, the lead on. Don't think which they've would ever it, lost it, which is weird. no, which would kind of make sense because if you're if you're if you're kind of looking objectively at it, if you're under 50, you're deemed to be tech savvy to a large degree. And this is a sweeping generalization. I know that people would be like, ah, oh, how dare you? Blah blah blah. Go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> I'm drunk, stung, still hungover. I don't care, uh, <laughs> but like it's very easy to find content that you want to watch when you want to watch it. And I think that the AW audience would be more inclined to do that than the NXT audience. 
So you could justifiably say, okay, these numbers are, they could be half what they actually are because we don't know how many people are watching on the network, for example, for NXT the following day. Yeah. And this is going for both. This is not me saying AEW is underinflated, NXT is overinflated. It's, it's affecting both. And I'd love to see actual true numbers because what we're seeing here is easily between 50 and 70% of the actual number. The the interesting thing is that there's on on a good week there's probably one and a half million people watching the Wednesday night shows based on yeah. the ratings. I know there's a lot of fluff in the figures or some they're not totally accurate, but they're they're what we have to go off. So that's what they are. Um, so we'll use those. <laughs> there's a there's a million and a half people watching those Wednesday night shows. Yeah. There's two two and a half million watching Raw. Where are the why are why aren't the people that are watching Raw or SmackDown not watching either of these shows? There's still a million or a million more people that aren't interested. Mm, well, you look at Wednesday night as like it's obviously a different night of the week. It's not been established as a wrestling breaking night news. to watch content. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breaking all the walls today. But as you know, Monday is a typical wrestling night. Friday isn't really, to be fair, although traditionally it was on Friday nights, to be fair as well. But then there's also just the the audience as well. It's completely different. Monday Night Raw audience, and even if you see the people who attend the shows and what they cheer for, what they boo for, I can see why they wouldn't like AEW, for example. NXT is obviously a little bit more correlated towards a, a WWE audience anyway. But if you're a, a an actual proper main event WWE fan, goes to Raw, enjoys the shows, cheers the guys, boos the guys, you're probably not going to like the flippy shit that AEW put on. Yeah, probably not. So there's there's understandable of why they wouldn't do that now. You'd question why they're not tuning into NXT. Because NXT is main roster on drugs. Yeah, it's... The good drugs. The thing is, I'd like to see... Yeah, if, if I was only watching Raw and I liked that style, NXT would still probably wouldn't fit the bill for me because there's not a lot of the fluff around it. It's basically mm. just matches these days. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, what's the big... The big stuff coming out of it was Jungle Boy survives against Jericho. He lasts the 10 minutes. Jungle and Jack. Jungle Boy. Jungle Jack. Jack Jerry, Jungle Jer- Jack Jam, Perry. Jerry Jones, all these words. Jungle God, Jack. Jack JR Perry. Is, is struggling big time with that. <laughs> Poor JR. He's too old. Let him go home. He's a really, really old wooden ship. Um, but he's uh, he survived against Jericho. Jericho wasn't overly pleased with this, so he goes over and grabs Justin Roberts and gets him to restart the match. So have we found our authority figure for AEW? It's Justin Roberts all along. He gets to book the matches. So he tells the the timekeeper to ring the bell for five more minutes and Jericho bails. Uh, I think he went in uh, Jungle Boy, Jungle Jack, Jack Perry, Jungle Jack, Jack Perry. Uh, he got the better of him again and Jericho just bailed. Yeah, um, I like that. It was, but then they, this was the other thing. We did. Then they did a promo during the commercial break. Like son of a bitch. <laughs> um, that was very anyway. good, actually. I, I enjoyed that with Giovanni. It was like, you said that uh, Jungle Boy couldn't last ten minutes with you. No, I didn't. God bless. God bless Jericho. Um, myself and Gordo were talking about this. Um, he's getting heavier. Even even uh, more than he did at the start of this. The show's only 12 weeks old. Mm-hmm. He's put on a stone in that time. Maybe more. I've touched on it a few times here. 
it's not a good look. And when you got someone in there like Jungle Jack Boy Perry, Jungle Jack Boy Perry, Perry, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, <laughs> he's going to make you look slower than you are no matter who you are. Yeah. And that was, it was cringe, man. And oh, man, to be fair, at least he's bad. At least he's only up against Tana and uh, oh, oh, Kingdom. We saw from Gordon, we're bad. talking about this. Old man painmaker Jericho, who has let himself go and he's not interested, against the shiny golden god that is Hiroshi Tanahashi. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting clash of looks here. <laughs> like, Jericho is still touring with Fozzy right now, isn't he? I don't think so. I don't think so. So he literally is 100% on the road with AEW. Yeah, so he's only on the road one day a week now. How can he not, you know, get himself he in better shape? He doesn't care, man. He's, this is an easy paycheck for him. I don't think that that's him, though. It, it's not normally his style, but I can tell you what, Vince McMahon is not putting him on TV looking like that. Do you remember? It was only two years ago. He was in the peak of his career. Even Rory agreed with me on this. That was probably the best Jericho there ever was in his last run with WWE. With the list and with Kevin Owens and the comedy stuff and the heel work before that. He was amazing. The drink it in man Jericho was absolutely phenomenal. I I wouldn't argue with you. Like I've enjoyed other variations of Jericho, but you'd be hard pressed to say something was better than that. Oh, he got the word it over. Like he was on like, fire. He, like he hasn't lost that. Like that no. side of Jericho is still no, no. firing fucking missiles. Uh, what I mean was the look, how different yeah. he looks, and that was two years ago. Yeah, and that's the I think the level of professionalism, professionalism that he needs to bring. This is all on him. Yeah, and to be fair, or, if I if I was someone in that back office, I'd be saying, dude, this does not look good. And I, I think he'd be the first to admit himself that he knows he needs to do better. If it, it, But sometimes you're just oblivious to these things. Maybe I'm going to play the greatest reaching game of clutching at straws <laughs> that has ever been done. <laughs> Welcome to the it's, it's not the case, but let yeah, yeah, I feel like Meltzer. Um, is this part of his character? And that he's the old man, the old gunslinger. He doesn't care. He's just here to pick up a paycheck it's not I just thought I'd say it out loud because it sounds fun Jericho would go to Madonna levels here (laughs) you're probably not stretching too far because just like they've turned Christopher Daniels' botch into a a thing Mm. they could easily turn that into a thing where he loses the title to Cody or Mox basically because the younger guy upstaged the the older guy and that was his road to redemption then that okay I need to get quicker I need to get lighter I need to get stronger and you know, give him like two or three months and he could easily have that turned around. Uh, Rory brings up a good point. It's not a great advertisement for DDP yoga. No. <laughs> so he's doing his podcast. I'm in the best shape of my life. I've never felt better. And it's all thanks to Dallas and DDPY. <laughs> Use code Jericho. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Look, it, it is what it is. Um, if all of a sudden... Jericho turns babyface and he all of a sudden is in amazing shape. I'm going to claim that it was all part of the character, but it isn't really. Isn't. He just doesn't care. <laughs> or he's that he's street. Or that he listens to our podcast and stole the idea and he's just now going to make it happen. Chris, if you're out there, I love you. Also, can you please join the podcast? Just come on with us. Five minutes, that's all we ask. That's all yeah. we ask. We do it for you, you know. That's all I'm saying. If you we're rang me, I'd, I'd appear. I'd do it, you know. Just hold us out. Good brothers. Um, 
though what are we talk about the matches I suppose quickly before we move on because mm, we're an hour yeah. in and I have to go pint him yeah um, let's, let's breeze through them there Lucha Bros defeat Kenny and Hangman this was the other thing I wanted to talk about Kenny Kenny had a bad all night so he got pinned then he went to chase Pac who appeared on screen and he mm. was going to attack Ni- Michael Nakazawa Johnny Thornton put up an amazing tweet I'm in a stream of consciousness near I can't even t- stop to take a breath he Michael Nakazawa is backstage and Pac is going to go in he's wearing headphones Michael Nakazawa takes the sideways WWE TV watching thing to a new level he watches the TV when it's not even on (laughs) (laughs) it was great Um, so yeah Kenny took the loss then he went backstage to chase after Packer to save Michael Nakazawa. Then the Lucha Bros, who had just beat them, appear and beat up Kenny again. Then at the end of the show, Kenny gets his ass handed to him as well in the brawl. Not a great night for Mr. Omega. No, um, that's I don't think that's by accident either. Possibly. So he, oh, you're, you're going with the whole he could be the guy to turn on, on Hangman, who didn't come out to make the save. Possibly. You know, that's one route they could go with it. Like, I like that idea. If you if you want to bring both guys uh, or elevate both guys, or your your the other option is you're beating Kenny down so bad that you know his journey back is going to be all that more impressive. But that's the but, thing, dude. That's the odd thing because they they just did that in a way and they teased the cleaner, but the cleaner mm. never happened. So what no. happened there in the middle time? It's weird. Uh, he just lost the run of himself again. He thought he was back, but he wasn't back bit of foreplay uh but you run the risk of you know diluting it down too much and if you don't you know give a little bit of payoff you're going to lose a lot of people along the way yeah i need kenny i need mm. the best bout machine um yes sir so cody and darby allen defeated the butcher and the blade and the butcher and the blade and the bunny did mm. you notice that there was actually just the bunny out there there was four guys apparently in this match <laughs> i didn't see any Get of it <laughs> I didn't I like see this any match, of this actually. match. This is this is very good. That was my favorite match of the night. Did you see I, when the bunny was outside the ring? I uh, oh, I very much. That saw was a good part. Outside the ring. I don't know what happened or who won or whatever, but the bunny. She's got a great career. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody and Allen defeated Butcher and the Blade. We were up, and we're fifty fifty here with Cody and the Butcher and the Blade. What I liked about this was they kind of tied it into Cody and Allen drawing on. Uh, was that the first episode of Dynamite? And Co or Alan, by joining Cody against Butcher and the Blade, said if we get the win, that he wanted a rematch. So now you've got Cody owing Alan one. So that's kind of a nice little tie-in as well. Mm. And they're fifty-fifty the tag feud as well. So there's some nice little loose ends there to be tidied up, which is always good leading into a few weeks of uh, wrestling. He got some money in the bank there. Um, mm-hmm. Awesome Kong came out and decimated a jobber. Yeah, uh, local jobber at that. Local. Bitch. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Fair play to her, whatever. Awesome Kong apparently is wrestling again. Um, uh, we talked about Jungle Boy. Tokyo, Japan? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. From Tokyo, Japan. Awesome Kong. They're like, what? <laughs> she She's an employee of the company now, though, isn't she? Like she has a like a a, a corporate contract, we'll say. Assume as so. far as I'm aware, yeah. Um, talked about Jungle Boy Jack Perry, Jungle mm-hmm. Jack Jack Perry. Uh, Chris Statlander defeated Britt Baker, mm-hmm. uh, which led to this horrendous brandy thing again. Yeah, I Got very much big fan of Chris Statlander. 
She um, is the AEW Rhea Ripley. Oh, big statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandy and Kong come out trying to recruit Chris Statland. I something I don't know. I don't care. Just end this. Yeah. Uh, SCU in the main event retain over the Young Bucks, uh, but the Dark Order come out and they start the beatdown. This was the weird thing. The what did they call them? The Gimp dudes, the Creepers. Creepers. They come out. Uh, eventually, Minecraft will block that. They've already had to block the Smash Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> blocks it. But anyway, um, they come out and surround the ring, but then the lights go out and then the Dark Order appear. It's very strange the way they did that. Maybe yeah. they fucked up. I don't know. But um, anyways, beat down. Kenny tried to come out and make the save. No dice. Cody came out to try and make the save. No dice. I can't remember who else did. Dustin. But Dustin, of course. So it's a big beatdown and the Dark Order stand tall. Yeah, I, like I said, I like that. I, I liked them last week with the video package you did. I They have me hooked on this angle. I'm I'm intrigued as to how it's going to pan out. Didn't mm. think I would. Not going to lie, when I saw this first, I was not a fan. I'm I'm enjoying it so far. Maybe I'm enjoying this more so because, you know, the Nightmare Collective is not as good. So by comparison, this has been elevated. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, the Brandy Rhodes thing is so bad that everything else looks better. Maybe hey, that's the plan. It it is a, a conscious thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, NXT then uh, opened the show with Adam Cole beating Finn Balor to retain the NXT title. Uh, mm. This was great. This was great. Great stuff. Um, Balor had had Cole beat. He's lining him up for the 1916 and then he looks off to the side and sees Johnny Gargano who has made his return which distracts him and Cole gets the win. I think he punched him in the balls I think. Mm, and right then la- the penis. And then he hit the last shot and Gargano picked the bones after that then. Mm-hmm. Um, Good long storytelling right there. Just, just took it to my veins! Gargano and Balor at the next takeover. That is going to be beautiful. I can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. Um, blah, 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 loads of other shit. Anyway, Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler was amazing. They, I need to watch this back because, like I right. said, I watched this when I came home last night. And I knew the result because it was fucking as obvious as the faces that yeah. we have. I can see, I can touch your face right there. Um, <laughs> but I felt a little underwhelmed by it. Really? I thought yeah. it was great. I, the match was good. It wasn't bad in any way, shape, or form. I'm not saying it was bad. You know, if I had to give it a rating, I'd give it 7 out of 10, though. I just oh, don't... I, was, I wasn't blown away by it. I was expecting to be blown away by it. Maybe it was... Like I said, I need to watch this back to give it a proper evaluation. Yeah, you do. In my, in, my, in my context of watching it last night, I don't know. Just... I felt like the, the, the payoff should have been bigger. Or the but bill they had the whole... Been, she had her in the the clutch. Why can't I think of the name? Caracuda clutch. <gasps> Caracuda clutch. I was going to call it the clutch. That's too hard to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to do the ref, the referee is checking the arm. You know, if she's fading, mm, she's she fading, she's fading. She yeah. grabs the ref and says, "Do not tap me. or do not call this off." Yeah. Um, went in the clutch a couple more times, but she gets the win, and then the entire locker room, well, they brought the fans into the ring, and a couple of people, did you notice my boy Rick Boogs was there? I did, front and centre. Well, front front and centre. Oh, Eric Bugenhagen, you great man. I'm not going to lie, um, I hated this. I always hate these sorts of bits. 
that is it because Everton fan was in there <laughs> the Everton fan was in there going crazy didn't help but no I genuinely <laughs> hate all these segments you know when they came back after Survivor Series and they were having Ugh. this big party hate Ugh. all of these things that if you terrible. wanted to bring out her like uh, War Games team and you know have Candace there and even fucking you could go Bianca Belair if you wanted to bring in a few others and have them celebrating absolutely fine or have all face women from the locker room come out and celebrate with her great but fans it's just like oh my god it's the daniel bryan yes movement again i hated that then i hate <laughs> this now and that definitely took the shine off the overall moment for me i can uh, see why they did it because shana was 415 days as champion right but in reality she's had it for two years Kyrie sane yeah. had it for a month or something before she got called up yeah maybe two months tops so she's been champion there for two years so I, I get why they wanted to make an enormous mm. deal out of it um, maybe, I wouldn't have done it that way but maybe as well just I, because Shayna has been such a dominant champion and a great champion I've really enjoyed her as the champion I just felt that the build for someone taking the belt off her could have been a bit more intricate a bit more thought out a bit longer as well this really has only come around maybe in what five or six weeks maybe seven or yeah. eight I suppose it was all because she pinned her at war games and that yeah, kind of led to this but that was it that was just you know it one match win one small build up and then match and win taking the belt off I'd, her I'd I counter that by saying Shayna Shayna's cleared the division out she's beaten everyone so oh no, Shayna, but she, she was they, the last they one they could have drawn this out and built up the suspense way more so they have this big championship match everyone and their mother thinks that Shay or that Shayna's going to lose the belt and that Rhea's going to win it but then Rhea, you know, cheats to win or do, does something and you're like, fuck this. And do this over a couple of weeks, over even like go through Portland to take over. Then you got TakeOver Mania. You, that's where you should have done it. So you could have had a good four-month build where the temptation is building. We need to see this. We want to see this. And then you get the absolute ectoplasm release <laughs> of Rhea Ripley finally winning the belt at TakeOver Mania. And the crowd loses their shit. That's tremendous. It felt wrong to me that it happened at full sale after a very short build. Even though Rhea was absolutely the right person to take the belt off her, I wasn't a big fan of the overall build. And the match itself was good, but not great. I missed, uh, I've been missing all the chat messages there. I'm trying to keep an eye, but I just saw Jordan put one in there. It's exactly what I was going to say next. They struck when the iron was hot with Rhea Ripley. Yeah, I think the iron was was warm. I thought they could have made the iron hotter if that's well, you see, builds into they, my context. They've booked her so well. She got hot and then they booked her so well through Survivor Series weekend. Yeah. And they said, fuck it, now's the time. And to come back to your point about many a weekend, that's for Goldie. That's for <laughs> Goldie and Champa. Because Tommaso Champa is winning the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and he's going to challenge Adam Cole on the main card of WrestleMania. Main event it. Fuck it, throw them in the main event and have <laughs> Tomasa Champa and Goldie going off the air Ooh, for Mania. We've already fantasy booked the Royal Rumble, Steve. Okay, so Tomasa Champa and Edge are both yep. simultaneously winning the Royal Rumble and both simultaneously <laughs> claiming the belts that they never lost at WrestleMania. Co main so event. Story- the story has come out and I, I absolutely believe it because the rest of the stuff that came out uh, it all lines up perfectly. In October, the story came out that Edge was cleared. He immediately said it didn't happen, which, you know, that means it did. He quit his podcast before that and apparently he's been, he signed a new in-ring deal. 
so I'm assuming he's going to appear at the Rumble. So we fantasy booked this last night. Last two, Champa and Edge, both fighting for a shot at the titles they never lost. And you do the Luger and Bret Hart finish. They both hit the floor at the same time. Elimination Chamber, Champa versus Edge. And I don't know how you get out of that. I haven't thought that far ahead yet. But give me it. Give me it. <laughs> and then it all ends with Champa and Goldie going off the air at the fireworks in Tampa. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. But no, like, uh, and even Roy is obviously saying here, you know, did he needed to get more eyes on NXT and the belt changing hands on TV yeah. to attract more eyes. Absolutely valid point. I, I don't deny that. I, I, and I probably would lean into that more so. I, I'd say that it was more of a, a production decision to, to do that. But I just purely from a booking point of view and, a, and from a fan's perspective, I think they could have gotten more out of this than what they already have. And they could very well turn around and make more out of it from where they are right now and build it. But I think we all see Shayna going straight up to do something She's on the main Rumble. roster. She's winning, winning the, the Rumble, Royal possibly. Rumble. Yeah. But, you know, that moment she had with Becky as uh, Viva Series went off the air, that's obviously where she's going next. So I think this is her done in NXT to a large degree. She might have a, one more blow-off match. But I just feel like they could have done so much more of it. And that's a selfish fan's perspective, absolutely. Mm. But it's just... I see you, your point, you, but... When you, when you have something so good like this, and this was good, and the potential for this was so good because Shayna was such a badass heel champion. And then when you got such a badass face coming true, I just wanted more that's all i i think i enjoyed it because as a, a title changing on tv a world title as well is always great um but because it, it kind of when you see a title match on tv you're like mm. ah, champion retains especially heel champions a uh, heel champion in a title mm. match you know there'll be some fuckery this now places the seed of doubt titles yeah. can change on tv so that they like they do that the odd time it's like how they change titles at house shows sometimes yeah you know just to say hey you you could have missed this Balor lost his title after what the longest reigning champion ever lost his title on a house show that time against Joe. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange. Um, but yeah, I think what's going to happen here is Becky, you know, she is one more person she has to beat because this mm. time last year she lost to Asuka in, at the Royal Rumble, yeah. which started her going into the Rumble and all that. So I think Becky will beat Asuka at the Rumble. Shayna wins it and uh, Shayna challenges Becky for the title at Mania and that's where we see Ronda come back to. Like I, I love it. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. change that aspect of it. To be fair, I, I, I think that's quite good. Um, it's just, and I, I, I agree. Title changes on TV definitely do add to the spontaneity of the show. And you, like, will something big like that happen tonight? You plant that seed into people's memory. Absolutely. That's why the open challenges were so successful for, uh, for Cena when mm-hmm. he started him with the with the US title back in the day. Yep, and a young R Truth looked up to that moment and said, mm-hmm. "I'm going to be the next." 24 7 television champion. Wait, R Truth is older than John Cena. Shut up, Alvarez. Shut <laughs> up, Alvarez. Shut, Shut up, Lindsay. <laughs> um, Damien Priest defeated Killian Dane after the uh, the opening show mm. or opening match. I mean, good match. Don't care, though. I mean, I've seen enough of Damien Priest, Killian Dane, and Pete Dunne in this trifecta. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Uh, Cameron Grimes defeated Kushida and reclaims his hat that was the most important aspect of the night the the hat is back (laughs) in play (laughs) Um, Io Shirai defeated Santana Garrett I mean Mm. just building Io here Uh, Pete Dunne defeated Travis Banks Uh, they're setting up the 
Worlds Collide shit that not yeah. many people will watch. That, that seems <laughs> to be a, an actual event based on how they're advertising it or, or how they're speaking about it on NXT. So it looks like it's going to be an actual evening event as such a takeover was. Uh, but okay. it's just going to be effectively takeover, Worlds Collide. So it will be a takeover, we'll say. On that note. I, I think so. And it looks like it's going to be that way, especially with Royal Rumble weekend. It would be weird not to have it like that. Yeah, I'm going to miss takeover. I really miss, love that takeover part in the, the main shows or the I main presume. pay-per-views. Because obviously Royal Rumble the week, the week the, that weekend, they want to keep guys healthy for the Rumble. And doing a takeover the night before kind of kills the guys, I suppose. You need to have five or six people from NXT in it this year. It oh, easily. Happen. Easily, yeah. Would you go 40-man Rumble? Let's oh, do would it. you go NXT Rumble? No, you couldn't do that. Nah, nah. Because then you'd have three. Look, I'm not complaining. If they're doing three Royal Rumbles, I'm in. Sounds good to me, but look it. So what's your card then for NXT Portland, or what a takeover Portland, or whatever the hell they're mm. calling it? Champa wasn't on this week. So how does he get Goldie if he's not on the damn show? You know? Do you do a number one contenders match at TakeOver Portland then to set up the TakeOver Mania weekend show? I assume so. So you've got um, Goldie, you've got Keatley, you've got Riddle, you've got Dijak. Um, you could throw in Damien Priest, Killian Dane, Pete Dunne, all of these people. You know, they're all genuine contenders for the title. Uh, Velveteen Dream, if he's fit and healthy again. Oh, where is the Dream? You know, we're, we're dream. missing him, to be fair. You do uh, actually miss the Dream. He has not been on this NXT USA thing. No. Oh, he, was he on the first show? Potentially, maybe did a promo, but he's been injured since the start yeah. of this. Imagine and a lot of people think he's not coming back. They think he's up, mm. which which he could be. True, might as well. You, yeah. you fuck us. Ricochet didn't have this amazing run in NXT. You know he was fine. Black the same. Well, Black was the champion, I suppose. But you know <laughs> you, you can eat. There's plenty. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was thinking of the people that called up at the time. I was like, I stopped myself. It's cool. Uh, someone like Ricochet was obviously better suited to the main roster and seems to be working out. I'd have Dream up there. No need for him. There's too many people at the top of the card in NXT at the moment. Anyway, something has to give. What way would you book it, so? Uh, Champa, Rumble. Uh, genuinely, I think he should win the Royal Rumble. I don't know if they would, though. If you think about it, if they give Survivor Series to NXT as a, you know, okay, here you go, you need a boost, you got it. <clears throat> Are they really going to give a Rumble to them as well? I think they really want to needle AEW a lot. So They do, but if you... Raw and SmackDown are struggling big time. There's no point, you know, really putting over NXT if you're two flagship shows, which are your earners, because that's where you're literally making your billion dollars a year from, or your billion dollars mm-hmm. over five years, whatever the fuck it was. That's your that's your cash cow right there. If, if that's not performing, then USA and Fox are going to be starting to turn around and say, lads, something's going wrong here. We need to fix this. I'm going to need more Roman Reigns on Friday nights. <laughs> yeah. I genuinely think that SmackDown is going to get cancelled by Fox. I actually think they're going to move the show. We remember I sent that stat and we'd just gone off the air last week when someone tweeted about it. 
this night last year, we'll say for last Friday night, the show that the shows that ran from eight until ten on Fox pulled in a total of eight million viewers. SmackDown is getting two million. That's only a year ago. So this isn't a long decline like the natural cord cutting decline that happens. Yeah. This is within the space of twelve months, six million viewers not watching mm. because it's SmackDown. They it's are going to cancel that show. There's only so I'm much fucking Roman Reigns. Baron Corbin, big dog, woof woof, dog food shit you can watch. Yeah. Get Roman Reigns away from this man. Please, mm. for the love of God. You finally got Roman over. All it took was for him to get cancer. Okay? And now he's over. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, um, I watched but... backstage this week and Baron Corbin was on it. Uh, it's it's such a bubble that the these guys live in. Where like he thinks he's doing a great job and he's happy with the reaction he's getting and this isn't just him you know saying the things that he a little bit of the bubble saying sorry Such I pressed an eight. I was pressing eight carry on uh, like he just he genuinely believes that what he's doing is good that it's getting the right reaction that he wants and that you know, a little bit of the bubble I'm sorry I'm really sorry I'm typing something to Rory and I pressed the hockey. I'm sorry, carry on. Bollocks. Uh, so, yeah, it's just weird that, you know, people, and Seth Rollins is obviously guilty of this as well, they just really have no grasp on the outside reality that, you know, they, they're in their bubble. They assume that every, it's like Vince, you know, responding to yes men. It's just like nobody's telling them the truth. No one's telling them the, the, the cold, dirty facts that they suck donkey balls. Mm-hmm. It's just painful. Yeah. So if, if you can't tell, my hotkeys are set up to the numbers on my keyboard. So I was typing out 8 to 10 and I was like, ah, oh, shit, ah, oh, shit, shit, stop pressing numbers. So I had to, had to actually type the words out. Anyway. <clears throat> um, yeah. Anything else going on in the world this week? Did we miss anything? Oh, the thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, Shane is making her walkout. I don't know if you remembered this. Hmm. Shane is doing the walkout to the title match and they're playing that old school pay-per-view main event music it sounds like the cage match music you know the dun 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 yeah. thing that happens it's like what Austin and the Rock used to walk out to before their big main events they played that music as she's walked out I was like oh that took me back great little touch and the presentation of the NXT title matches are always great they darken mm. the whole place yeah. and the spotlight's on the belt and the two competitors it's great Ah. Uh, I love it. Um, interestingly enough, uh, AEW Revolution sold out. Oh, shit. Where's that, uh, Chicago again? Downtown Chicago. Oh, boy. Oh, we have to get to the scorecard, actually. Mm, I think it's going to be uh, an easy one this week, though. Yeah, NXT won the ratings, so it's uh, 9-3 as it stands now. Well, they're going to win next week as well, so it'll be 9-4 next week as AEW aren't on, but... Uh, NXT was nine or seven nine five. Uh, they'd love it was nine seven five. <laughs> AEW six eight three. NXT won all the demos. That was the interesting one. That they won all the demos, mm. which is unusual for them. They normally win the old one, and AEW got the young ones. Uh, uh, so our uh, <laughs> contra- allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> um, our score then it's currently AEW four NXT seven. I will throw in my one as NXT for this week. Yeah, I, I, it's not going to be beaten. I'm going NXT as well. Yeah. Just uh, so the, the overall show was just better, to be fair. 
Yeah, um, they, they, they build it as effectively a takeover, two title matches, and even the, like I said, the, the one thing I criticized them for last week was the filler in between. The filler in between this week was infinitely better. Night it day. was, it was, but it's still I still find both shows in the middle drag a little bit because I noticed yeah. that they've started to have Jericho come out at the top of the second hour now as well to combat mm. that a little bit. Um, True. But yeah, they're both in the middle of the shows are, and they're in a building phase and they're introducing new characters both shows so it's they're always going to be those little yeah. bits in the middle where you're like, eh. Um, but yeah, um, good times. God bless Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. Never change Wednesday. Never change. Literally keeping us going. Yeah, literally I, I, I don't know what the fuck we talk about anymore because it was getting to the stage where we were talking about literally anything but wrestling for a while. Uh, what's on Smackdown tonight for the laugh I'll just check the WWE oh, account oh god I don't want <laughs> well I suppose Daniel Bryan we never talked about Daniel Bryan returning the American Dragon da- Daniel Bryan shaved yeah. and looks about 20 years younger yeah. uh, he oh, that was good he attacked the fiend or he attacked uh, Funhouse Bray Wyatt at mm. the end of uh, whatchamacallit TLC let I, that is a, something worthy, worthy of talking about is Funhouse Bray Wyatt's debut and the fact that he had the original Universal title with the blue strap rather than mm. the dirty, obviously, hideously bad six and a half grand fiend belt. Ugh. Six and a half. Uh, so what they've announced. Now, if you do what I do, read WWE tweets the way they're written so they capitalize the word that Michael Cole would say so read it as Michael Cole they literally they're so aligned with the way they put stuff out like that but True Kofi and Big E are set to collide with Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro tonight on Smackdown doesn't say if it's for the title couldn't care less Uh, Daniel Bryan how will the next chapter unfold for Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt will Sami Zayn lead his all-star team to victory what what all-star team Oh, the Cesaro and Shinsuke. Oh, there's another touching point for you. Wildcard bitches on Raw. What was the wildcard this week? Marty Scurrus. Oh, Diana. Diana Perrazzo. Yeah. Fitz, I'm going to do a light spoiler for you. I'll do a light spoiler. Hit me. Chelsea Green is on Raw next week. Oh, God. So they're the two people that can't get on NXT. And they're always complaining. Not complaining, but they're always saying, hey, we're still here on social media. Because I follow them because uh, I find that they're great wrestlers. So I follow them on Twitter. Yes, they have lovely bottoms. No, uh, they have no ceiling to the potential of them. <laughs> that's what it is. Um, yeah, so that's why I follow them on Twitter. Uh, what else happens? Nothing, 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 nothing. Nothing's happening on SmackDown tonight, basically. Are you surprised? No. Two carnival cruise ships collide near Mexico, somewhere in Mexico. <laughs> That's interesting. Oh yeah, literally, there's a big cruise ship crashing into another one. Holy shit! Well, that's fun, I guess. Was it like Salt Hill flooding the other night? Oh Jesus! Oh good, good lord! Gordo's after tweeting there. Never thought I'd be queuing to get into O'Connell's to start the night. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, I'm not going out. I'm going to tell them I am. I'm not now. They can go fuck themselves. <laughs> fuck that. So we'll... we'll Q we'll to get into a pub and that was 40 minutes ago. That was 10 to 8. It's O'Connell's Beer Garden. 
the and actual stuff. beer garden because the beer tent is a load of Carlsberg. Shite. Oh, Lord. Can't oh, yeah. Lord. Oh, I don't want to go out now. <clears throat> anyway, I don't think there's anything else to talk about, is there? We've wrestled all the wrestling we can wrestle right now. Yeah, um, as usual, check out SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple, Google, all those things. All those places that we can be found and on WrestlingSoup.com. And check out the other people on WrestlingSoup.com because they're a great bunch of lads. Uh, Gordo and Nick will be back next week. So this is the end of week three of Steve and Steve in the mornings at night. <laughs> and uh, they'll be back next week because we're doing the end of year awards. The Bitteens 2019. Live. live. Definitely live. But now we'll be so busy with the Bitteens so we won't have a chance to look at the chat. So it's not that we're not live, it's that we just didn't have time to see them. That's yeah, I'm all it was. I'm pretty sure my chat's broken next week. Mine's broken too, would you believe it? <laughs> what, what are the chances? <laughs> yeah, no, we're just going to post it. Uh, probably post it Friday at 7. Yeah, boy. Next week. Or if I'm feeling frisky, I might post it a bit early, post it on Christmas Day or something. Mm. Who knows? Christmas Who miracle. Knows? Christmas miracle. And then the week after, we're going to do the bitings of the decade so we're going to the best matches best wrestlers all that shite uh, spoiler the CM weekend. Punk is a winner <laughs> that'll be see this is it I'm looking forward to that show that's going to be fun because it's Enzo Amore <laughs> it's not even close um, but, who's but yeah we'll do that the week after Christmas we, we need to get an American on so they can vote for Randy Orton there you go we'll get Nick uh, could be Canadian or something or Irish I don't know <laughs> not sure um, I think he's, he's Canadian one of us anyway. he? he's one of us he's one of us now um, so that'll be the week after Christmas the New Year's week we'll say it'll be the 2nd of January I think is that date I don't know uh, I'm working New Year's night Fitz I'm working New Year's night can you imagine the snapchats I'm going to have that night at work Oh, that game of pool by yourself is going to be epic. Oh, I'm going to get a giant oversized clock and leave it at the end of the pool table while I'm playing pool <laughs> at work. And it's gone 12 o'clock. Bang. Oh, do you know what you um, should do? You should get a wagon wheel for yourself. What, how do you mean? Explain yourself. Mazzoni's wagon wheel? like. Oh, yes. Ah, pizza style. Okay. Yeah, the, the, I'm going to have to order food in because the canteen is closed. Because, you know, <laughs> I'm starting at 6 o'clock and finishing at 6am so I'm going to be there for 12 o'clock that's going to be fun literally working into the decade yeah I thought I got out of this job but here we are rolling into 2020 wow but look at wow. I'm going to have so much fun there by myself hopefully they don't have some security guards stuck there that's going to be a bit shit for him get paid triple time yeah yeah fuck I'm going to need it <laughs> so <laughs> uh, that'll be that I'd say. What are you? What are your plans for Christmas? Heading home to see the old fam fam on Sunday. Uh, eat too much, drink too much. Um, that's about it, really. See some peeps I haven't seen in a while. Have some pintines. That's about it. Now going to keep it low key this year. I think now just a bit of cash. Not go too mad, like. Bit of cash. Why can't? I'm. St- I don't know what I'm going to do because I have so much free time now that it's just it's hard to really put into words how different this year has been to other years <laughs> so you don't have to get a bus back to Galway on Stephen's Day oh I still do yeah 
that's for but, different reasons. But it's, but it's yeah, no, but that's still you know, that's I still choice. have to No, no, I have to be back. Um but it's still a case of like, what do you do? What does one do with all of this free time over Christmas? I've never uh, had it. I don't know what to do. Like the bean like old Jim Dean? Words? I might um I might stream a playthrough of Resident Evil 2 because okay. I was watching yeah I was watching world record attempts and like the world record is like 45 minutes or something I think I have a save that's just over an hour and I wasn't doing exploitive tactics this was me just running past stuff Ooh. or I'm going to stream because I've unlocked the unlimited rocket launcher and I cannot tell you the freedom you have in that game with that unlimited rocket launcher <laughs> after like rationing bullets as in I have a boss fight coming up. I cannot sing. I cannot spare a single bullet until then. And now it's like opening a door. Hey guys, <laughs> boom! <laughs> it's amazing. I love so, it. Your run through to get that. How freaked out were you that you're going to fuck it up, or how many times did you fuck it up? Well, you can only save uh, a maximum of three times on the hardcore difficulty, mm. and you have to finish it under two hours. Uh, I see. I'd played. I've played through it so many times. I know how they act. But hardcore mode makes it up a little bit. You've, they've become bullet sponges. Mm. Uh, so I've just, I basically did not engage. Just run away from zombies. Run away. Um, but it's good. It's good. Good times. Um, but yes, happy Christmas to all. And to all, a good night.